In times like this, we go through a lot of difficult situations. Today, we're going to teach a little bit about parenting, Praise helping, God. helping raising your kids. Yes. And uh, as we teach, I just ask you to, uh, to receive it, be receptive to it, and uh, just thank God that, that you do have kids. Because there's so many people out there that don't have kids, and sometimes you might feel like, I just wish I didn't. <laughs> but, you know, don't, don't do that. Love them, enjoy them, and move forward with them yes. as, as we continue to grow in the Word of God. Amen. I want to just pray over the service and that, that the Holy Ghost take over. So, uh, Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that we're able to preach your Word in America, Father God. I thank you for that. I give you the glory, Lord. Yes. And Father God, I just ask you that this word be spoken, Lord, and that people be receptive to what you have for them, Jesus. Yes, we give you the glory for that, Lord, that as we, as we speak it, that it gets into their heart, it gets planted, yes. and they change what needs to be changed in their lives, and they can yes, use it every day, Father God. I ask you to give them wisdom, give myself wisdom, and I ask the Holy Ghost to just take over this service. Yes, in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen and amen. 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 Praise Thank God. You Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know, I'm going to teach out of the book of Proverbs. The book God. of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Yes. And, uh, and you can get a lot of wisdom out of this book in, in your everyday life. Amen. In everything that you do. In everything that you do in, in this book, chances are it's there. Amen. It's there. W whether it be from work, or how you are as a person, Amen. or how you are doing on raising your children, Amen. or even as a husband and a wife, right. how you should be. You look at the book of Proverbs, it'll tell you right there what you should be doing. Amen. You know, And uh, I'm going to hopefully try to teach you and show you what the book says about that. And, and I know it's tough nowadays to, to raise your kids in the society we're in. It's tough. It happens. But you know, it was also tough when you were being raised. That's right. It wasn't easy. I know it was probably back in the 70s or so when, when I was raised, 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's about when a lot of the things were happening. I know some people were raised in the 50s and 60s, and there was gangs there. There was situations there. People were in jail, you know. But back in the 70s when I was, I was uh, being raised, there was a lot of drugs. Uh -huh. There was a lot of drugs available. Y'all know it. I mean, some of y'all... Y'all were part of it. Yeah. It's okay. You're not there anymore. You're ah, here. Amen. You're here. Amen. But you know what? Uh, one of the things that we did as raising our kids, my wife and I, we would pray about our kids all the time and over our kids. We'd pray about a situation. This is things I'm trying to teach you to show you what, what we did. And we raised four wonderful kids. They're blessings. And uh, we, we just enjoy them. But what we would do is talk about our kids to each other. Sit down and talk to them. Say, look, this is what so-and-so's doing. What, what do we need to do? And we'd pray about it. We'd ask the Lord, show us, Lord. Help us change, Lord, what needs to be changed. There were so many times in our lives, as, as I'm sitting there, the Lord would tell me, Josh is doing this. You need to call Nick. Nick's going through this. And I'm not kidding you. They, they, the Lord would just tell me and just reveal it and show me. And I'd say, okay, Lord. And I'd pray about it and I'd call them. And they'd go, Dad, how did you know? You know, they just throw it out there. Are you serious, Dad? Who told you? Wow. You know? And, and then, of course, it really freaks them out when I say God told me. Yeah. You know, they're like, what? And, and many times my daughter, Jessica, she goes, Dad, I, I don't know how. I can't hide anything from you. You know, but it's not me. It's God. That's right. It's God through me going out. Amen. Ask Him. So many times I would just sit there and pray and say, Lord, show me. Show me what my kids are going through because I don't want them to go through it alone. That's right. I'm not going to sit there and baby them and, and pamper them and pick them up and say, come here, little one, let me show you. No. I say, you don't have to go at it alone. Right. Let me show you. Let me teach you. And that's what I would do. And I'd grab the Word of God. Say, the, the Lord showed me this, and I want to show you what it says. In, in a situation, it might be where they're not dating the right person. Yes. The Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. Yes. Many times, I would talk to my kids, Nick, Jessica, Josh, Matt. You need to be equally yoked. That's right. It's important in your life to have a godly spouse next to you. Yes. How can you sit there? The devil and God don't mix. That's right. It doesn't. That's right. How can you sit there 
and have a husband that's ungodly all six days out of the week on Sunday come into church. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not living with the wife. The husband's in church every Sunday and Wednesday, but the wife, I don't know. It's not going to work when it comes to your relationship with your family. Uh-huh. It's not. Those kids are the most important things in your life. Amen. Do it together. Yes. Do it. To, don't do it alone. Yes. You don't have to. If you have a spouse that's willing, which I fortunately did, I had a spouse that was willing to, to teach me and, and grow with me and learn with me and say, this is what we need to do. And we did it. And now, like I said, we have four wonderful kids. They're blessings, all of them. I, tell, I tease them. I said, three out of the four of you are good. Then they start arguing. Oh, he's talking about you. He's talking about you. But of course, I'm just teasing. They're all blessings. But you have to be the example 24-7. Those kids are watching you, Dad. Those kids are watching you, Mom. They're watching you. How can you sit there and you're driving down the road and, you know, telling somebody they're number one with the middle finger? You know? How can you sit there and tell them these things? Hey, you're number one. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Come on. How can they be, how can you be an example like that? And these kids are not going to be doing that. Uh-huh. Eventually, they're going to pick up on it. Yeah. You know, hey, my dad's waving at him again, you know. Come on. Check out my mom. I ain't never been so, see her so mad. Come but on. no, we are an example. Regardless of what you think, you're the example. You are an example every single day. Amen. Every day. Are you, are you a good worker? They're watching. Yes. Are you, are you one that's lazy? They're watching. That's right. What type of father, what type of husband are you going to be? Better yet, what type of father or what type of husband or what type of wife do you want your kids to be? That's right. Because when your kids are growing up, well, this is what my dad did. This is what my mom did, okay? And I know, I know you're saying, well, that's not me. I don't have kids. I don't have to worry about it. But no, you're still an example because you might be an aunt. You might be an uncle yeah. that is sitting here teaching these little kids by just, they're watching you. Yes. I, I saw my uncles. I hung around a lot of my uncles, and I watched them. Yeah. I saw a lot of their actions. And a lot of them, I wish, I'm, you know, I'm glad I didn't pick up. But, but the thing is, they were blessings to me and they loved me. But still, they were an example to me. And some of them didn't have kids for a long time. But it's okay. We can't do that if we don't want to have problems with our kids later on in life. Like I said, I'm going to teach you a little bit out of Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs 22.1. And I know you're already up there, but i got to line up here. Praise God. Let me get a drink here. Praise God. Hallelujah. And what I want you to learn out of this or, or, or receive out of this is how can I use it in my life? What can I change in my life to help raise my kids better? To teach them, hey, this is what I need to do. Okay? A good name is, rather, is, is better to be chosen than great riches and love and favor rather than silver and gold. Okay? We're going to hold it right there for a second. A good name. I'm going to give you a name. And I want you, in your mind, you already know what, what, what Benedict Arnold. Traitor. No good. This was back hundreds of years ago. But I sit there and say his name, you already know something about him. Mm-hmm. What if I call out your name? What are people going to say about you? Mm. You need to have a good name. If I say Richard... I want to know a hard worker, the man that loves his wife, a man that's a great father to his kids. That's what you want to hear. Yes. As a father, as a husband. Amen. It's no different. My father-in-law, love him. If I say Dave Vincent to a lot of people, what are they going to say? They're going to say good things about him. Uh-huh. Smart, intelligent, patient, kind, full of wisdom. Yes. Those are the things that people are going to say about my father-in-law. Uh-huh. He's got a name. Yes. He's got a name. As a lady, my mother-in-law, Yvonne, and I usually knew, both of y'all, I hope y'all don't mind, my mother-in-law's like, oh, what is he going to say, what is he going to say? No, I'm just teasing. She's not. I tell you, that lady is so full of wisdom and the love of God and compassion, it's unbelievable. Uh-huh. Ladies, if you want anything like that, you follow her. Praise you God. hold on to her coattails, and you get that. As yes. a woman of God, that's, that's what you want to portray, people like that. My wife does. Uh-huh. My wife loves her. She honors her. 
That's her mother. That's her father. But you know what? The thing is, is they have a name. Yes. If you sit there and if somebody calls out your name, are they going to say, mm, gosh, man, I don't know about that guy. Come on. What are they going to say? Are they going to be rolling their eyes? Come on. They're going to be like, man, that guy, mm, Come on. man, I'd rather not say anything. Come on. No, you want them to step up. That's a mighty man of God. That's a woman of integrity. Yeah. That, that is a noble woman. Yeah. Those are the types of things you want said about you. Amen. You don't want somebody rolling their eyes when they say your name. Yeah. You want to move forward. Teach them. Teach your children what it is to have a good name. Yeah. It's important. It's better than riches. It's better than gold. Yeah. Why? Because if you have a good name, you can go anywhere with your head held high, shoulders out. Come on. You can. And as you walk the walk, if you're sitting there walking... People are going to say, that's a good man right there. Yeah. That's a good man. People are going to bless him. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, 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 I got this job. Why? Because of the name. Yeah. Because of your name, your integrity. Praise you know, God. you need to teach people. And when you have a good name, when you have a good name, you're going to get those jobs. Yeah. And what ends up coming with those jobs? The riches and everything else that you've been seeking. Yes. It's nowadays, these kids, a lot of them, not all of them, not yours. I'm talking about the people that didn't show up, their kids. <laughs> their kids. No, it's bling bling, jewelry everywhere, glasses, necklaces. That's what they want, the grill. Hey, check it out. I'm going to get me one. No. But, but no, the thing is, is, that's what they shoot for. That's what they strive for. We need to teach them that a name is better than all that bling bling. Come on. We need to teach them that. If you get you a good name, you're going to get that bling bling. Yep. You're going to get it. My yeah. kids are like, Dad, did you just say bling bling? <laughs> Dad, you're not supposed to know what bling is, Dad. No, but, but I'm serious. When, when they get a good name, they can go to work. Yes. And, and they're not a sloth. They're, they're out there working hard, diligent. They're, they're not a sluggard. Come they want to they wanna do well. Okay? Yes. Now, I want to I show you something. My name means something to me. Uh-huh. I've told my kids, you're carrying my name. Yeah. Wherever you go, you're carrying my name. Yeah. Teach that to your kids. If you don't want to do good for you, do it for me. Amen. Because one, one day I'm going to meet your coworkers. One day I'm going to meet your bosses. Yes. And are they going to sit there and say, that guy ain't no good, man. Come on. You know, that's my name. Yeah. I don't want my name drugged through the mud. Come on. My dad showed me that. He was a hard worker. He gave. My dad was a good man, uh -huh. and I wasn't about to tear down his name. Come on. And that's what I told my kid. Don't tear my name down. Yeah. Change your name if you're going to start acting that way. I don't, oh. you know, no, I never told them that. But, but they never did. I was fortunate. Hallelujah. I was fortunate. Y'all about to get me to preaching. Come on. But uh, I'm about to get excited here. But look, let me tell you something. When, you, when I sit there and... Uh, Give my name out. If I give you a job or get you a job because of my name, you're still carrying my name. Uh huh. You know, don't don't be a person that they're gonna call me in a week. And say, Eloy, hey man, I thought you loved me, brother. Come on. I thought you loved me. Why in the world did you ask me to hire this guy yeah. or this lady? You're yeah. carrying my name. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? I can't get them to do their work. They complain every time. I ask them to do something. They look at me and roll their eyes. Oh, you want me to do my job again? <laughs> You're carrying my name there. Yeah. Those are things that you have to look at when you go to offer a job to somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, my father-in-law, I got into the chemical plants because my father-in-law knew somebody. Mm. He knew somebody. He says, hey, I got a son-in-law. Can you help him out? You know, he's looking for a job. Nothing wrong with that. Guess what? He put his name on the line. Yeah. I wasn't about to make him look bad. That's right. My father-in-law had no idea what kind of worker I, I mean, he, well, he knew because he saw me. But he didn't know how I would do in chemical plants, right. become an operator, so on and so forth. And fortunately, it's worked out for me. But he put his name on the line. Yeah. You know, when he calls people, what are they going to tell him? Man, that guy ain't no good. We can't get him to go outside. No. No. They said, man, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for bringing him in. We needed somebody like him. Amen. Those are the words that should be spoken when my name Amen. is spoken or, or his name is spoken. Amen. It's no different. 
That's why it's hard. And you know it is as well as I do. It's hard in today's society to give your name out. Uh-huh. Hey, go and, go and hire so-and-so. He's a good man. And, and next thing you know, he has to take a drug test. And he's shaking in his boots, going all the way to the drug to the nurse Come on. to take this drug test. No, you have to be careful when your name is out there. That's what are they going to say about you? That's right. You have to be careful. You know, I've already said it. A noble woman. It's so important. So important. You don't want people making faces. You don't want them rolling their eyes. You want to be a person with a good name. You want to be respected. Teach your kids the same thing. Teach them. You want to be respected because your future depends on it. You know it as well as I do. Amen. What did you do 10, 15 years ago that you said, I wish I wouldn't have done it? Yeah. It goes along with you. Yes. It goes along with you. Yes, your future depends on what you're doing. All the days of your life. Yes, it does. Teach your kids that. If you don't already, if you do, praise God. Amen. Praise God. Let's go ahead and go to 2. 22.2. I'm not going to read all the Proverbs. I Just just a few here, guys. Amen. All right. Take your time, Nicole. It's okay. The thing is, is that as we go along in society, kids don't realize how it affects them. They don't. And, and you try to tell them and you try to tell them, but they just don't get it sometimes. That's it's right. okay. How many of us got it the first time our parents told us? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, all of y'all? <laughs> <laughs> My son says, I did that. Well, y'all better fix y'all's halos because they're leaning a little bit. <laughs> no, praise God. All right, here we go. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of all, of them all. God didn't make you poor. I want you to, to understand that. God made, God made you... And, and you decided to be rich or poor. How? Because of what you decided to do in life. Uh-huh. How you invested, how you talked, how you walked, what job, are you a sluggard? Are you one that's not, I ain't going to work. You don't work, you don't eat. It's in the Bible. That's right. It's in the Bible. You don't work, you don't eat. And it doesn't mean that you're going to mooch off of your family either. It's, that's not in there. Come on. That's not in there. But God made it. Both of y'all. Go ahead. Give God a hand clap. Praise God. Hallelujah. You choose. You choose what you're going to do in your life. Yes. You choose that. Yes. Every one of us has. Okay. Yes. Some of us has had it a little bit harder than others. It's okay. If you continue to, to call on God, He'll continue to bless you. Amen. If you trust in the Lord in all things. Not just some things. All things. I'm going to give you a couple examples here. Amen. The guy that invented WD-40. Okay, why is it called WD-40? Because he messed up 39 times. Wow. And on the 40th time, he figured it out. Mm. When he figured it out, that's why it became WD-40. Okay, and guess what? Guess what? He didn't give up. It took him 39 times. How many of you messed up on something 39 times? After the first time, we give up sometimes. Yeah. We give up. We say, that's enough, I'm done. The man tried it for 39 times on the 40th. He said, I got it. Here it is. Now I can put it out on the shelf. And, you know, it takes a lot more than that, but that's basically what happened. Henry Ford, the guy that invented the American automobile. I believe there was an automobile invented in Germany or somewhere else. But here in America, he didn't give up. So many people, you can't do it. It ain't going to work. He kept on. I think he even had a saying. If you say you're wrong, that's right, you're wrong. If you say you're right, that's right, you're right. It depends on what you're saying. He said, I'm not giving up. And he didn't. And now you know what Ford is, the automobile. Let me give you another one. Thomas Edison. These are people throughout society, throughout the last 100, 200 years, that have changed our world. They've changed us. Thomas Edison, what do we got here? You know, because of people like that. He says, hey, I'm going to figure it out. Teach your kids those things. Don't give up. It's okay that you fell. It's okay that you mess up. Get back on your feet. Tighten your chin strap. Pick up your boots and go. Yes. Go get them. Amen. Don't you stop. It's okay. I failed. I lost the business. I wasn't wise in some of the things that I did. It was my own doing. Uh-huh. It was my own. I'm not blaming everybody else. Some of the things I did in the business weren't very wise. That's why I lost the business. Yes. That's why I lost the business. Yeah. I know that I know that I know that God told me, go do it. 
but I messed up. Yeah, come on. But you know what? I didn't stop. I didn't just, oh, give a sign up in the corner of the bridge and feed us. My family's hungry. I went back out and uh, let me try it again. Amen. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. My wife is. I'm not. <laughs> but no, the thing is, is what I'm trying to tell you is if you failed, it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay. Just don't give up. Amen. Keep it going. Keep it going. And you need to teach your kids this. Teach your kids about tithing. Excuse me. Teach your kids about tithing. It's so important. God wants to bless you. He wants to bless all of us. But if, if the kids don't realize how the blessings come, it's because of what goes out. And give them with a cheerful heart. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. Tithe. Teach them to save. I'm not going to talk about tithing. That's not what it's about. I'm trying to teach you, show your kids what to do. And you're going to see a big difference in their lives as well as yours because you're not sitting there supporting them 24-7. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with helping your kids. I've had help. Like I said, I struggled for a while. And people came through for me, praise God. Amen. But the thing is, is pay them back. Yes. Pay back what people, hey, if they borrow, yes, but you're going to pay me back. Yes. And that's what you expect to get. Yes. You know, and, and one of the things I've learned a long time ago, if you let somebody borrow money, don't expect to get it back. That's true. Don't. But teach your kids. You still, your word means something. You give it back. Amen. You borrowed it, you give it back. Amen. Teach your kids those things. Yes. And that way they're going to see their name. It's going to be respected. Amen. Their, their name, they're going to be able to walk with the shoulders held high. Yes. You know, a lot of times, myself included, we see what our parents had. We see that they had a house full of furniture, plenty of rooms filled with everything, a car. And as soon as you get out of the house, you want that. And sometimes you get into debt. Teach your kids it's not about that. Amen. Teach the kids save. Save, 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 and then go get it when you have cash for it. Praise Teach God. them that. Amen. Teach them that. Nothing wrong with having a credit card, but don't max it out. Uh -huh. You know, the mistakes, some of the mistakes, are, and there's nothing wrong with telling them. I made those mistakes. Yes. I messed up. Yes. It's okay. Teach your kids. You know what? I've messed up. If they see that, they'll say, you did that? You did mom? Wow. I never knew it. Uh -huh. Okay? But teach your kids, this is what you need to do because you don't want to fall into the trap I fell into. I fell into. Teach your kids those things. Praise God. Amen. And what happens is the kids will see mom, dad had this TV and they get a 56 inch or whatever TVs are out there now and they want the biggest, the baddest, the greatest. Next thing you know, they got a bill coming in. Uh -huh. And then they're only paying $10 a month uh -huh. and they don't realize how much interest that's going to be. Yes. Teach your kids these things. Teach them. Even a little at a time. No, let me show you what you're doing when you do that. And now, nowadays, I think the credit cards show you if you pay this much, this how long it's going to take and how much money or whatever. But teach your kids, save your money, pay cash. Pay cash as much as possible, as much as you can. And there's nothing, like I said, wrong with charging, but pay it at the end of the month. That's the best, the best way. I hope I'm helping people. I'm, I'm trying to help you here. And like I said, we always wanted what, what our parents had. And if it takes two or three jobs to pay off something, then you need to do that. As parents, you made those kids together. It wasn't hers. It wasn't just you. It was both of you together that decided to have these kids. When you sit there and have these kids, you need to talk to each other and say, hey, it's us. We did it. How are we going to do it together to get out of this debt? Or how are we going to do it to raise these kids? Or how are we going to do it to continue to, to survive? Or where are we going to live? Talk to each other about it. Don't do it on your own. A lot of times, moms or dads, they want to be friends with their kids. You have to be a parent to your kids. Yes. You have to be a parent. When you're sitting here and you say, hey, this is my buddy. No, that's your son. That's yes. your daughter. Yes. That's who they are. If you're sitting here, and there's nothing wrong with calling a bud. I call my kids, you know, hey, Patna or whatever. That's different. But when it comes to being a parent, I, hey, I need to get on you. Yeah. Let me talk to you right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm being a dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, my wife, I'm being a mom here. And that's what we need to do as parents. 
Not just, hey, little buddy, let me talk to you about this. Your cell phone bill's 300 and something dollars. You know? No. All right, praise God. And then, like I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with helping these kids. Nothing wrong with them. Everybody needs help every now and then. I remember, uh, like I said before, that we were hurting financially because of the decisions I made. And, and it was Christmas time. And, you know, kids want presents. And, and we, everything we had, me and my wife gave it to our kids. We, everything for Christmas. And we got them their Christmas gifts. And uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they just blessed us at Christmas. I mean, we were, in, we were amazed. They sent us some money, and we needed it. We didn't have food. You know, we didn't have, I mean, we had food, but we didn't have enough. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, I don't know how we're going to. And we opened the gifts for the kids. You know, they sent them down in a box. They're from Illinois. They sent them in a box, and then they had an envelope for me and Karen there. Right. You remember that, baby? And, I mean, that's two or $300. Wow. That was a lot of money. You know, for us, we needed it. And I mean, what a blessing. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with helping your family out. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's, it comes around. It comes around. My sister, they both lost their job. Husband and wife lost their job. Nothing wrong with blessing them, calling them. Hey, what do you need? Yes. Hey, we can't pay this bill. We got it. Nothing wrong with that. But don't expect to get it back. Those are, that's when you put out. That's when you offer. That's, that's when you bless somebody. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. Amen. I remember my dad doing that so many times in life. Like I said, and most of you know, I've already told you, we grew up poor, poor, poor. And, uh, and my dad, would he made $200 a week, and that was six kids and, and mom and dad, $200 a week. And, and we still had it, though. And, and one day, uh, my mom and dad were talking, and, and they sit there in the kitchen, and they're talking, and, and, and they said, I think we got like $25 extra this week. Still remember it. Still remember it. He said, I think we got like $25. Next thing you know, the phone rings. My, my mom answers it. She goes, no, no, you come on over. We got it. That was the first time they had anything extra. And her sister down the road calls and says, hey, y'all got any money? We don't have any food. And my parents gave them that. That's blessings. I mean, that, my parents felt like, you know what? We got $25. We can bless somebody with it. And, and that's how I want to be. You know what? Here you go. If you need it, here you go. Yeah. I want to have that in my life. I want yeah. to be able to be a blessing to people. Man. You know, as eh, teach your kids. Go ahead and go to three, Mama. Nicole, you still back there? She looks like a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Let me tell you, so many times we make a decision on who we're going to hang out with. A lot of times it's not the right people. Yeah. A lot of times you've made decisions, you've paid the price, you've been in jail, you've been wherever, and it's because of the decisions you've made. It says right here, he foreseeth the evil. If you already know that you know that somebody's go you're going to hang out with people that have guns, drugs, chances are eventually it's going to catch up to you. Yeah. Eventually these people are going to get in trouble, even though you don't do it. Even though you don't do it, these people are going to sit there and say, no, man, just hang out with us. We're cool. We're good. Are you? Come on. It takes a better man to walk away. It takes a better man. Am I perfect? No. I had the same chances. I'm telling you. I hung around people. They were on drugs. I said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm leaving. Oh, come on, man. Hang out with us. I made the decision to say no. Why? Because it was my dad's name. Yeah. I knew my dad was going to throw me up against the wall and tell me all kinds of other stuff. Not necessarily like that, but he would, what are you doing, knucklehead? Yeah. And you know, those are the types of things you don't want to make those decisions. Yeah. You want to sit there and decide, do I want to go to jail or do I just want to have a good life? Come on. Hmm. Because I know if I go to jail, it's going to follow me the rest of my life. Yes, a lot of these kids don't understand that yet. Yeah. They're gonna, it's going to follow you regardless Cops don't know who's innocent or guilty. They just see four or five kids together and one of them's doing drugs. You know what? All of y'all are. Let's go. Come on. We can figure it out later. Yeah. Let's go to jail. Yeah. And next thing you know, court costs and so on and so forth. Cops don't know the difference. Yeah. They don't see it like that. They see how am I going to, you know, this kid's in trouble. And he might be a good kid, straight A student, but it's still on his record. Yeah. 
the rest of his life. That's right. These are things I'm trying to help you guys. If you don't do this with your kids already, please do. Yeah. Teach them, teach them, teach them. And if you are doing it, praise God. Let me tell you, my son Nick, he calls up one time and he says, Hey, uh, I'm about to get in this fight with this guy. And he's already like 19 years old. You know, I'm, you know, it was over a girl, blah, 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 and all that. But he said, I'm, I'm about to get into a fight with this guy. And he tells uh, my wife, says, if I go to jail, will y'all get me out? No. <laughs> no. We're not going to get you out. Right. Well, why not? Well, you already know that you might go to jail. Why do you want to do it? Come on. Stop. Stop right there. Let go of that girl. Come she ain't on. worth that. Come on. She ain't worth you going to jail. And he goes, guess what? He never went to jail because he never did it. Because we sat there and told him from the start, I ain't getting you out. Yeah. You going to jail, you make that decision. Yeah. You want to live there, that's your business. Yeah. You Guess what? You grew up. You're on your own. I'm not going to keep, you know, patty caking you. Come it's on. time for you to grow up, boy. Come on. And that's what we ended up telling him. It's over. We're not going to sit here and just bail you out every time. Yeah. Mom's dad, you have to make a decision. It's tough. But it's the tough love yes. sometimes that they're finally going to get it. Yes. It's the tough love when they're going to sit there and say, Mom and Dad are serious. Yeah. I can't, can't keep going to Mom and Dad anymore. Come on. You know what? i got to stop. i got to stop. That's right. And so they finally do. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Some of us have been in jail. and some I ain't asking you to raise your hand. Come on. But some of you have been in jail and some of you have gone through some of these things. Yeah. And it's okay. You made it through. Yes. But you can honestly say, that's followed me the rest of my life. Yes, yes. That's followed me. That's it has right. not left me. That's it right. has not left me. That's right. You go out there and start drinking and start driving. Guess what? You're going to kill somebody. Yeah. That's, it, not necessarily, but let's say you do. You'll never forget that. That's That'll right. be with you the rest of your life. You killed an innocent person and their family. Uh-huh. If you sit there and go drinking and driving. Yeah. And the thing, that's the worst. Something else could happen. You could get arrested. Next thing you know, you got a DWI on your hands. Yeah. That's with you the rest of your life. Yes, it is. Rest of your life. One of the things my dad, he, he, was, he drank. He drank a lot. But he never dry, drank and drove. He never went anywhere to, to drink. He stayed at home and he drank. And he stayed there. People would call him, nope, I'm staying right here. He drank at home. You know? And, uh, and, and he drank a lot. But... But he never beat us or anything. He was an awesome dad. Praise God. But the thing was, is that what I admired about him, he never took it out on the road. Praise he God. never took it out on the road. Praise I like God. that. Amen. Praise God. It's important to have a good name. God cares about you. Yes. He loves you. He wants you to know that you have to live right and you still get the blessings when you follow him. Yes. If, like I said, a good name is so important. You get a good name, you get a good job, next thing you know, you still have the riches and blessings coming to you because God says, that's the man I'm going to bless right there. Because of who he is. He stood up for me. He's not ashamed of me. He tithes, he offers, he blesses people. How can you not bless somebody like that? How can you not sit there and say, God, I love you, you know, and don't do it because of that. But God says, because you're doing it, I'm still still going to bless you. Amen. Because you're standing up for what's right. Praise God. Let's go to the next one. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Humility. Humble yourself. There's nothing, I said it earlier, nothing wrong with telling your kids, I've messed up. Uh-huh. Humble yourself in front of your kids. Son, let me show you something. I went through that. Tell them a story. Sometimes that's what they need to hear to get them, to, you know, boom, that... I've done it, son. I haven't done every, everything right. I, I've maxed out credit cards. I, I, I thought I could go and buy all this and, and pay it off. It didn't work out for me. That's right. I've lost my job before, son. You can do it, son. Yes. You can do it, daughter. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Yes. It's okay. I've messed up. And those are the things. Humble yourself. When you sit there and humble yourself and show them the love and compassion that you need to as a mom, as a dad, they're going to say, wow. Amen. You know what? I can make it too. If dad made it, mom made it, I can make it. Amen. I can do it. Amen. You know, praise God. That's why I tell my kids. And, and I tell them, y'all go to school. Don't be an operator like me at a chemical plant. I mean, nothing wrong with it. Money's good and all that. But the thing is, is 
I miss out on weekends. I miss out on holidays. I miss out on parties. Yeah. Things like that because I made the decision to work nights. I made that decision. Uh-huh. And I told him, you go get you a good education so you don't have to go through what I went through. Right. You know, those are the things that you Praise want to God. teach them. Praise God. And like I said, if you live right, God will bless it. He'll still bless it. Go ahead. Oh, well, on that other one, you don't have to go back. I'll do it right here. But it says, fear of the Lord. Fear God. There's no fear in God anymore. That's right. There's no fear. What would God say? That's right. how, how would God, what would He do to me if I sit there and, 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 and just avoid everything? And the, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in this. You need to fear the Lord. He wants to bless you. Amen. He wants to bless you, bless Amen. you, bless you. Amen. And that's the type of God I serve. Thorns and snares are in the way of the forward. He that doeth keep his soul shall be far from them. It's no different right there. Keeping your soul. Who you are in Christ. Amen. Don't be ashamed. You know, if, you, if you're doing it right, go ahead and, Nicole, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's right. Man. I'm trying to, to show you, and I know a lot of us have, we tried to train up our child in the way they should go. But the type of God we serve, which is an awesome God, he gave us the free will to choose and to decide how we're going to live the rest of our lives. Amen. That's the type of God we serve. Amen. When we sit there and we train them and we train them, oh, you need to love Jesus, you need to tithe, you need to offer. When they're grown, they make their own decisions after that. Amen. That is it. You're done. You're done. Uh, our job as parents is to put them through high school. And if they go to college, praise God. Amen. But our job as parents is to put them through high school. Amen. After that, we're done. Uh-huh. They're adults. They're 18, 19 when they're out of high school. Yes. And they are considered adults. Yes. Nothing wrong with saying, I'm done. I'm do- I've done my part. Uh-huh. It's up to you if you want to take it further. And I'll help you. And I'll help you advance. But, but I'm done. As a parent, I have done my part. And you've trained them up in the way they should go. And you're believing, hey, they're not going to go away from that. Amen. But if they do, it's their free will that God gave them to decide to be in jail, to be on drugs, to do whatever. Amen. And as a parent, you teach them and you tell them, that's not the way to go. That's right. You shouldn't do that. That's Let's right. change what you're doing, how you're acting, if they ask. Yes. Because if you start prying into their business, they're not going to like it. That's right. They're not going to like it. When you sit there and tell them, now, let me tell you, you're doing it all wrong. I'm an adult mom. I'm an adult dad. You're right. Hand her off. Hand her off. Yes. Hey, we've done that with our kids. We stopped, we stopped telling them what they should do. You want my advice? I'll give it to you. Yes. But you better be ready to listen Amen. if you want what I got to tell you. Right. Be upfront with them. They're adults. Don't hide stuff from them. Don't, don't be, eh, well, son, let me... Let me t-. No! Son, let me tell you. This is how it is. Yes. You, want, you want the real world? I'm going to show you. You're about to get it. Right here, right now. Uh-huh. And that's what you have to do as a parent. And, and to help them grow. Yes. Look, if you don't teach them, if you don't tell them, they're going to be knocking on your door. Hey, I need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Mom, Dad, i got three kids now. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with helping them for a short period of time. And it's time to move on. It's time to move on Come after on. that. You know? And, and wife and I have talked about it. If the kids need help, they can move in for a short period. That's it. But you know what? You have to stand as a parent. Hey, go get that job. Yep. You know? You're under my roof now. Yes. You know, when you're under your roof, don't want to work, you want to be a slugger, that's your business. But you're under my roof. You, I'm expecting you to work. Yes. One of my kids says, a long time ago, he says... Uh, Dad, so-and-so's parents pay for their insurance, pay for their cell phone, pay for their gas. Guess what? So-and-so don't live here. (laughs) So-and-so don't live here. I'm serious. If so-and-so lived here, guess what so-and-so would be doing? He paying for his insurance, his cell phone, his gas. Uh Now, don't get me wrong. I'll bless you if you need money. But I'm teaching you in the way you should go. Come on. Guess what? When he goes out on his own, where's mom? Where's dad? They ain't paying my light bill. They ain't paying my satellite. They ain't paying whatever. Yeah. 
I'm trying to teach my kids that when they go out on their own, you got to pay for stuff. Yeah. You got to pay for stuff. Come it on. comes in. The bills keep coming in. They don't stop. Come on. And you know what? That's why you're not going to be a sluggard. Amen. That's not. That's why you. I mean, I'm fortunate. I'm telling you, my kids are workers. I, I'm glad. I praise, praise God, God for that. Amen. I give God all the glory. Amen. But they could have been sluggard. Yes. But they wouldn't be at my house long. Yes. Hey, stuff got to go. You know, <laughs> grass ain't growing under your feet. Let's go. Come on. And so, anyways, I know y'all probably think I'm mean and rough and all that. Come on, bro. I'm trying to teach my kids. Yes. You're gonna go out there in the real world. You're going to have to get a real job. And guess what? You're going to have to pay real bills. Yes. Real bills. Yes. You know? And that's what I try to teach my kids. I love you. I'm your dad. I love you. I'm your friend when it needs to be a friendship, when we need to talk. But when it's time, I'm your dad. Yes. I am your parent. Yes. I'm going to teach you. Thank you, Lord. Okay? I hope this is helping somebody. Come on. It's good. Amen. Get to know your kids' friends. Get to know them. Don't wait till they're this big. Get them when they're this big. Yes. If you have little kids, get to know their friends. Because that way, when they're this big, they don't have a problem when you're hanging around them. My friend, my kids' friends, I used to go to their school when they were this big, this big, this big. Now they're this big. But every age, I went to lunch. My day's off because I work during the weekends and nights. I'd go during the week. I'd go have lunch with them. Then, I mean, every once in a while, Dad, you're not going to come here? Yeah, and I'm going to hug you in front of them too. <laughs> that ain't scared. I'd go up to them. I'd, Dad, don't. And I'd hug them, man. Guess what? Their friends are like, man, your dad is so cool. He hugs you? Man, that is cool. Hug your kids. Come on. Hug your kids. Some of these kids would come up to me and hug me. Hey, what's up, Mr. Huerta? I'd hug them. I'm like, man, you got to hug your kids. Yeah. Love your kids. Amen. Hug them. And I mean, sometimes I, I just show up and they're all high. Hey, Mr. Worth, a high five and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then my kids like, Dad, don't come, don't come no more, Dad. They, they love talking to you. But I'd, I'd still show up. I, I didn't matter. I'd say, am I right, guys? Come on, I'd show up. And they're like, Dad, no, Dad. But no, it was fun. I had a good time raising my kids. My wife did too. We enjoyed it. Enjoy raising your kids. It's tough. We know it. It's tough. We've done it. But at every age, and they grow up fast. That's every right. one of us here knows that. That's right. They're gone before you know it. Right. But guess what? When they're this big, enjoy them. When they get this big, enjoy them. They get this big, enjoy them. Yes. Enjoy them, enjoy them, enjoy them. That's Do good. stuff with them. Do stuff. Like I said, I work shift work, so it was very difficult for me to attend a lot of their games. But before work, or I'd call one of the guys, hey, can you hang over another hour? I need to go see my son play. And, and yeah, man, I got you. So uh, I'd stay over and watch them play or, or just a little bit of their game and made sure that they saw me to know, hey, my dad was here, even for a little bit. And when I got to work, game's over, I'd call, hey, how was your game, man? I got to see you. Great job. Don't ridicule your kids. They want to hear you say good stuff yes. about them. Amen. How many of us want to hear how sorry we are? Come on, I don't see a show of hands. And neither do your kids. Come on. Love them. Love them. Show them. You know what, man? You did awesome on that play. Dad, what do you think I could do different? That's when you give it to them. Amen. Hey, man, next time run it out all the way. If you're hitting a ground ball, run it out. You know, you gave him advice and it was in love and he asked for it. Amen. You know? Hey, well, next time, son, don't hit them like that, you know. Or daughter, when, when you're throwing up that basketball, you know, you need to, to go back a little bit. Or whatever the case may be. Teach your kids in love. Amen. Don't ridicule. We heard so many parents out there in the, uh, in the bleachers. What are you doing? You don't know. You and like, whoa, good thing we went to a Christian school. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and I mean, they, they were just, uh, my wife and I were like, are you serious? Are these people are saying that to their kids? No, love your kids. Oh, good job, Joey. Good job, Debbie. Whatever. And move forward. Amen. Pray for your kids. I see Marcus there because he's the youngest one here. There's even smaller ones over there. Pray for them when they're that little. Pray for them because when they get this big, they'll still want you to pray for them. That's right. They'll still, they don't mind. 
If you start praying for them when they're this big, Dad, that's weird. Don't pray for me. Uh-huh. No. Dad, no, come on. My wife, every time they went out the door, I plead the blood. They didn't hear it. Every once in a while they did. But every time they went out the door, when that door would close, Jesus, I ask you for a hedge of protection over them. I plead the blood over them, Lord. Yes. Hedge of protection. Bless them, Lord. Surround your angels around them, Jesus. Wait, what did we do? We prayed over our kids without them even knowing when they're out the door. Because they're driving now. Praise God. You know, as they got up to driving, you really want the angels to be surrounding them. Amen. You know, <laughs> Lord, help them. Praise I've seen them drive. Lord, help them. <laughs> no, they're blessings, though. But, but the thing is, is, when they were this big, this big, I would lay in bed with them next to them. I put my hand over them and I just bless them. Lord, I just thank you for who they are. They're a mighty man of God. I say mighty man because that's who I would pray over my kids here. Bless them, Lord. They're a mighty man of God. They're full of wisdom and your love and peace and joy. I just ask you to surround your angels around them. Cleanse them with your blood. Praise See the God. words that I'm speaking into them? What are they hearing? What are they hearing? That's what you need to say to your kids. Amen. Love them. Yep. Love them. Show them that love and compassion. Are they going to do everything right? No. Like I said earlier, I didn't either. That's right. It took me a while. That's it took right. me a while to figure out, man, I'm a knucklehead. Uh-huh. I got to change it around. Uh-huh. And when I did, I said, okay, God, I'm all yours. I'm giving it all to you, God. Show me, Lord, what I need to do to change in my life to, so it could be better for my kids. Amen. So it could be better for my kids. But it's going to be up to you to want to change that. You don't want to change it. You love how you're going. Praise God. You know, that's between you and God. Yes. But I'm trying to help you to teach your kids to where they're not knocking on your door with three kids every six weeks. Amen. You know? That way they're, they're not sitting there saying, I don't know what to do now, Dad. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? Here it goes. Yes. And you can be up front with them. Yes. I'm your father. I'm not your buddy here. I'm your father. Go out and get a job. Amen. You see? You see the difference? If you baby them, they're going to keep coming to you asking for hands out, yes. handout. And you're going to say, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. But praise God, praise God. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's right. Pray over him. They don't like hearing bad stuff. They don't like hearing a lot of negative. And if there's somebody in your job that you talk to about your family, about your kids, be careful. Be careful. Because your business, if they're not ones to be able to keep their mouth closed, your business is going to be throughout wherever you work. Uh-huh. Be careful. You don't want everybody knowing your business. That's right. I know I don't. That's right. You know? I mean, I don't have nothing to hide, but I'm saying, growing up with my kids, if, if they made bad grades, I, you know, I didn't go and tell them all their business. You know, we tried to help teach them, study. You, you need somebody to help you. Those type of things. Amen. But we didn't say, man, my kid is dumb. Hey, that's the dumbest kid I ever seen in my life. He gets it from his mom's side. You know, we never did any of that. We never did any. Of it. Fortunately, they were all straight A students, so we were good there. But, but no, and they got it from my side. No, but seriously though, are you kidding? I mean, let me tell you about my dad. My dad. One time, my sister came in with a D, a D on her on her grade, and my dad, she's crying. Dad, I made a D. I can't believe I made a D. Oh, you're going to be good. You're not happy with me. You know, what's wrong with that? <laughs> and my dad's like, what's wrong with that? D, that's pretty good when I was a kid, you know? And he says, you crying because of a D? Doggone it, let me take care of that. And he put a little line in between. Now it's a B. He put a little line in the middle. Dad, you can't do that. He goes, I just did. Now you got a B. Don't worry about it. You're good. Give that to your teacher here. Let me sign it. He signs it. Dad, I'm going to get in trouble. Tell him to call me. I don't care. He didn't care. I mean, those are the types of things my dad would do. I'd go up to him, Dad, sign this. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Life goes on. And he's right. It's okay if they make a bad grade. It's okay. I remember Josh. I, he never made a B in his life, I don't think. And he made a B and he was crying. <laughs> You're crying for a B? I'd be crying because I'm happy. You mean you made a bee in you? You made a bee in your crying? Come, Come on. on! I ain't never. What does a bee look like? I don't even know. Bring it here. Oh, one time Josh comes up to him and he says, "Dad, and these kids. I mean, the words that they give him and everything. We're sitting. I'm sitting in the kitchen. Dad, can you help me with the definition of this word? 
It was a long word, about that long, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm looking at it, I've never seen it in my life. I didn't even know there was that many letters could be put together. Like, uh, Josh, this is what I told him, Josh, if I sit here and give you everything, how are you going to learn? I said, go get that. I said, go get that dictionary and see what it says. I'm like, Lord, thank you, Lord. He goes and gets the dictionary. I said, now what does it say? And he reads it. I said, that's exactly what it means. It's exactly what it means. I, I said, now don't be asking me questions like that. You start going to the dictionary. I mean, this, I think he was in like second grade and with a word like that. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah, he was in fourth. Give me a little bit more credit. No, but he goes, and, and the best part is, Dad, you're so smart. That's what he said. Man, Dad, you are so smart. Thank you, son. Thank you, son. I'm a genius. Oh, praise God. That's how my kids see me. I'm inside. I'm shaking. Like, please don't ask me words again. Anyways, praise God. I hope you enjoyed it. Amen. I wanted to teach you a little bit about who Jesus was and what he wants in your life for your family. That's right. That's what we want. It's hard raising kids up sometimes. It is. And it's difficult as parents to sit there and be on the same page sometimes. It is. It happens. Yes. You know, but you as a parent, y'all need to communicate. You need to talk to each other and say, what should we do here? Yes. Be on the same page. Because if she's doing it this way and you come in and you're doing it this way, it ain't going to work. That's right. It's not going to work. That's right. So many times my wife would call me before I get home. And she'd tell me, hey, this is what happened, you know, just giving you a heads up. Okay. And I'd come in and we'd talk to our kids about it. And there's nothing wrong with discipline. Nothing wrong with discipline. I'm not telling you to beat your kids, so even though some of them need it. Anyway, the, the people that aren't here, that's who I'm talking about. No, but uh, nothing wrong with disciplining your kids. Nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, I mean, nowadays people do timeout. The only time I ever heard timeout was in a ball game. I didn't know nothing about no timeout. My timeout was, what did I tell you, boy? Yes, yeah. sir. That's, that's, that's what I knew. Yes. You know, and nothing wrong. Give them a couple of swats and move on. Yes. But explain to them why you're teaching them in love like this. Yes. Don't just hit them and get out of here. No, teach them. Yes. Teach them. This is, this is why I spanked you. This is why. Don't, don't do it any other way. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. I hope you all enjoyed it. Amen. I want to pray over you and your families, if that's okay. Yes. And, uh, and, and really, uh, feel free to ask us if, if you want. My wife and I were, you know, uh, here if you need to talk about anything. It's, it's, it's between us. Amen. Pastor and Miss Michelle, it's between them. They don't go spreading rumors to everybody. That's not what we do. We can't do that. Right. You start talking about business in the church to everybody else, that's not right. That's, that's, that's right. not right. That's right, brother. So just want to share that with you. Amen. Don't hesitate. As a, as a married couple, you're struggling. Don't, hes don't hesitate to come up here. And it's between us. We don't have to tell it up front to everybody. Amen. You know, like I said, my in-laws are great examples of how, how uh, to help raise kids and, and just be as people. Just the love that they have as well. They have a lot of wisdom. Amen. And uh, they, can, they can share that with you as well. And, uh, and it's important to have people that you can confide in, talk to, and just say, hey, I need help. That's right. I don't know where to go. I, I want you to show me, teach me or show me what I need to do. Okay? But let me pray over you. Father God, I just thank you for all these families. Lord, I ask you to bless them. I ask you to surround your angels around them. Bless their kids, Jesus, as they go to and fro. Father God, I just ask you to give moms and dads wisdom on how to raise up their kids. Holy Ghost, take over every family. Teach everyone here, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said, Amen. 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 Praise God. And, and of course, we can't go without giving you the opportunity. If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? Would you go to hell? You have a choice, heaven or hell. There's no in-between. No in-between. Heaven or hell. If you were to die today, you say, well, I don't know. Well, we're going to know. 
If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, I'm going to ask you to come up front. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to pray over you. Say a little prayer and we'll move on. And the rest of the people can leave if they want to. But you know what? This is the most important thing. You can do everything right. Everything right in your life. And you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You're going to hell. Flat out. Period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Say yes to Jesus Christ right now. If you were to die this moment, tomorrow, next week, you'd be in heaven. Raise your hand. Everybody here? Raise your hand if you're going to be in heaven. Praise God. If you're not sure, raise your hand. And you want to make sure. Okay? Praise God. I'm going to take it that everybody's saved. Everybody knows Jesus. But you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop there. I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Change my life. life. Make me me a new creature. creature. Let me me get to know you you more and more more more. every day. day. I believe you died died. and rose again. again. In Jesus' name, name. I'm saved. saved. Filled with your peace peace. and love and and joy. joy. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Now, Hallelujah. not trying to embarrass anybody. Not trying to embarrass anybody. But how many people, how many, I got a couple of books I want to bless somebody with. Praise God. On, on family, helping raise a family. How many people are struggling with issues with family? And, and again, not trying to embarrass you. That's not what I'm doing. I want you to be able to, to say, hey, you know what? I, I need help. I'm not doing it all right. I want to be able to... to, to to grow as a dad, as a mom. How many of you have kids that, that are you're struggling with right now? Right here? Here you go. Praise God. Praise God. And uh, those, are, those are some things there that, that I just want to read to you. This, this helped me. Um, marriage, a covenant relationship. What a marriage is. It's important. A match made in heaven. God put you all together. Yes. That's important. God put you together. Uh, men are like Tupperware. Women are like fine china. Come on. You know it's true. You're not going to throw fine china in a dishwasher. Right. But you'll throw that Tupperware in there. Yeah. And men, they, a lot of times they go through stuff. It doesn't bother them. Guy, whatever. She'll get over it. Ain't no big deal. And she's over there, you know, because yeah. somebody dropped the Kleenex box or something. You know, so women are, are fragile. They're yeah. gentle. Yeah. And men don't realize it sometimes. Yeah. Super glue for your relationship. Three lifelines in marriage, communication, intimacy, finances. Ah. Those are things that, that affect the marriage big time. Yes. Those three right there. The ministry and family, developing a strong family, raising children God's way, turning hearts towards home. Like I said, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I want you to know that I read this book and I loved it. Yeah. It helped me because I was struggling at one time. What am I doing wrong, God? Richard, man, I just feel like, can I bless you? Will you, will you read it? All right. And uh, mm-hmm, you're welcome. And uh, just want to bless y'all with it. And, and if, if you need one, don't hesitate. Come to me. And, and next time you're here and I'm here, I'll be here next Sunday as well. And, uh, and I'll bring it to you. If you need one, I'll have one next week. I got one more at the house. And uh, don't hesitate. If you want to raise your hand, I'm not. I'm fine. I'll, give it, I'll bring it out next week. Praise God. And uh, like I said, not trying to embarrass you. That's not what we're here for. No. We're here to help teach and train in the way we should go. Amen. This is a, the church is called the place of new beginnings. Amen. We've all struggled. We've all struggled. Powerhouse Church, the place of new beginnings. Amen. When you struggle, don't know where to go. This is where you can re- restart your life. Amen. We're a God. Of, you know, we we got a God that gives us first chance, second, third, fourth, fifth. Ten chances. It doesn't matter. That's the type of God I serve. Amen. It's no different. Same God you serve. Amen. That's good, brother. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a good week. We'll be here Wednesday night. Uh, Leadership meeting tomorrow at 7, Pastor. And uh, it it probably won't last an hour. I I wouldn't think. Talking to Brother Mark yesterday, he said it probably wouldn't last an hour. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, Sunday service next week, 10 o'clock. I'm, uh, and uh, pastor will be ministering next week. Amen. So praise God. Y'all be blessed. Amen. Amen.